Hello, and welcome to Full Hearts, a podcast that explores the intersection of design leadership, craft, and the Anthropocene. I'm Ricardo Vasquez, and today we'll be talking about baseball and its not-so-distant relationship with design. Autumn days are magical. Crisp air, beautiful sunsets, and morning fog so heavy you swear it could carry you away. That's not the only reason why these days fall on one of my favorites of the year. Fall days call for baseball, and a lot of it. I'm a late bloomer to the sport and appreciation of baseball. When I was a kid living in New York City, I used to love the Yankees, not for the blockbuster players, but because I thought their logo was just so cool. Perhaps my love for design began there, at age four, sitting in a Yankees game, wholeheartedly ignoring the effort of the players while I studied the superimposed letters on every baseball cap. Or perhaps my love of design began at the New York Mets stadium when I realized that people's energy is what carries the game and every player on that field forward. Either way, I always have New York to thank for that. Despite my early introduction, I didn't develop a love for the sport until my early 20s. Looking back, one thing stood out to me. The better I became at design, the more I loved baseball. The more patient I became with my own craft and practice, the longer I would be able to watch the sport. The more objective I became with my work, the better I got at calling pitches. The more I learned about my opportunities for success, the more I would be able to shake off the loss of a game and begin a brand new day. You might not see the resemblance at first. They are, after all, so different. Until they're not. One is able to carefully form a thread between the two practices. Realizing that baseball and design carry so many similarities has allowed me to learn from the game to impact my career. I'd love to share with you some of what I've learned. Number one, the low and away. If you've watched a baseball game on TV, I'm almost certain you've heard the announcer call out the phrase low and away for a strike. This occurs when the pitcher places the ball both low at the batter's shin and away past their normal swing radius. Now, this pitch really should be called a ball, not a strike. The strike occurs when the batter swings at the pitch, almost surely missing. The low and away for a strike call speaks to the mental game of baseball. The meeting at the plate is a clash of psychological fortitude between the pitcher and the batter. Whether it's nerves, confusion, or an otherwise excellent deceiving pitch, the batter swings at a ball they are unlikely to make contact. Designers have that very same psychological battle, except it's between themselves and the work. This is where patience is a skill that benefits both the designer as well as the work. Design must be thoughtful. We can't swing at the first opportunity that we see. We must allow the work to speak back to us. It needs to be a conversation. There's no better example of this concept in design than the power of iteration. When I design, I often mutter words to myself. It's a silly but crucial conversation. Design grows exponentially through this conversation, and the more care I put into it, the more iterations I create, the better the design becomes. Number two, the Grand Slam. As you gain exposure to more games, either through attending a game or watching on TV, you begin to witness miracles. They seem small at first, until you realize the enormity of them. 
how each of them are a result of small intentional actions until they have no choice but to become greater than the sum of its parts. The first time you witness a grand slam is electric. Chills run down your spine, your voice goes hoarse, your body numbs up. I can't quite remember the first time I witnessed a grand slam in person, but the last time damn near killed me. I started jumping, unaware I was dangerously close to a steep corridor of bleacher stairs. Close call, but if you were there, you would have lost yourself in the moment too. Grand slams are perfect, but rare. They occur when a batter hits a home run, but every single base is occupied by a player. They score four runs instead of just one. These types of plays are rare because they require so much coordination, strategy, perfect execution, laser focus, and yes, of course, luck. Grand Slam designs don't involve a sole individual's effort. They are the product of a team effort. Every single player, when called to bat, does their part to advance the design forward. Research, product, illustration, interaction, development, marketing, copywriting, everyone. When a focused effort from each aspect of design is being given, design can be transformative. Just in the same way I lost myself in the beauty and statistical anomaly of a grand slam, so can the people that use our products. Together, we can invite a person to love our product. Remember, we are here for people. We're not in this for the glory. We are here for the thousands of individuals that use our products every single day. Why would we give nothing less than a grand slam effort? If you go at it alone, you might hit a home run. It might be a good design, but if you work with people and each of you bring your focus, your strengths and your values to the product, your work will quadruple into a grand slam. It will become perfect. Number three, tell me a story. Baseball benefits from history. It also benefits from stories. I'm sure if I asked 10 people to recount a Jackie Robinson moment, they would give me 10 different stories. I'm also sure if I asked my friends to recount the moment when the Toronto Blue Jays won the American League Division Series in 2015, I would be inundated with unique stories. I'll tell you mine. We arrived at the restaurant in the fifth inning after walking downtown Toronto looking for a place to sit. My girlfriend and I ordered some food. The restaurant had created a makeshift projector screen with what seemed to be a blanket. The food must have come sometime soon after, but we had more important things in our minds, of course. The seventh inning came, scored was tied, and boy, what an inning that was. Jose Bautista, with two players on base, blasted a home run. There was perfect silence in those seconds until the ball went over the wall and the place turned into electricity. I will never forget that moment or the stranger I exchanged glances with and hugged while awkwardly jumping up and down. Design, like a defining baseball play, is remembered in many unique ways. This is because every single person brings their own context to the experience. We are human after all, aren't we? Design is not meant to obfuscate a person's story. Design is meant to illuminate it. A narrative-driven design objective ensures that you, as a designer or a maker of a product, are always mindful that people bring stories to the things that you create, and this is perfectly okay. 
The design of any object must be transformative for it to be useful. It must take us somewhere. If it hadn't been for the game, I wouldn't have shared excitement with a stranger. We wouldn't have bonded, and maybe we would have never crossed paths. But now we have each other in our stories, and I hope they remember it as fondly as I do. Number four, the angle matters. Perhaps one of baseball's biggest misnomers is that it is a slow game. Is it really? When a line drive is hit to third base, the ball travels at over 90 kilometers an hour. When a second base player tries to convert a double play, they have milliseconds to make the throw to first base. Umpires have the ultimate power in the game. With a swift arm movement, they can call a strikeout, a safe, out, balk, and many more obscure calls that can flip a game on its head. In spite of an umpire owning a base, it's so hard to tell sometimes when the call is safe or out. If the ball reaches the base before the player does, the call is out. But we're talking a difference in inches, even less most of the time. There have been times when I swear the call is out and so does the umpire. However, upon review, with a camera placed at a different angle, the replay can be surprising. A different angle reveals a player clearly reaching the base before the ball, and the game completely changes. This baseball occurrence depicts the idea of near and far states perfectly in design. Let's take an artist, for example, working away on a canvas. The artist's interaction with the work is in a constant state of dynamic distance. While painting a mountain, they move in to inspect and create. However, they quickly move out to reframe the mountain in the context of the whole work of art. This has taught me not to look too long at any one direction, lest I ignore the game-changing moment. Design has angles all around us. Look around and you'll find a way to keep the game alive. Number five, get back out there. Few sports are more illustrative towards the perils of ego than baseball. As soon as you see a baseball player brag about their accomplishment, you know an error is coming their way. They have lost focus. They have lost sight of what's important, the game and their team. Then again, there's also few sports more humble towards giving players a second chance than baseball. In Major League Baseball, a batter faces a pitcher an average of three to four times during the course of a game. If the batter strikes out, they walk back to the dugout. Now, here is where everything could end. The batter could give up and allow the last plate appearance to define their performance in the game. But they don't. They get back out there and use the learning opportunity of the previous meeting at the plate to positively affect the following at-bat. The psychological fortitude needed to prevent the low and away for a strike strengthens and the batter becomes untouchable. It's really magical when you see this. How do you think Doris Sams did it? She holds the world record for 12 home runs in a single game and is regarded as one of the best baseball players ever. 12 home runs. Let that one sink in. You know, there's a reason why a batting average of 0.300 is considered great. This number means that a batter got on base 3 out of 10 times. Batting an average of 350, you say? That player is on fire this season. And an average of 400 is virtually unheard of nowadays. 
Now, why would baseball celebrate mathematically below average statistics? Because professional baseball associations understand that hitting a ball traveling at 140 kilometers an hour with a spin that shows in the last 200 milliseconds is, well, a hard thing to do, of course. They know hurling a ball to a target 60 feet away with expert precision 100 times over is something that few people can achieve. And because fans know that near misses only make the next home run that much sweeter. And because players themselves know the number is just a number. It's their attitude towards the sport that holds the real weight in the locker room. Now, designs won't be perfect. We won't hit an average of 1.00. And that is what is the best thing about it. It allows us to make mistakes. As product designers, it is our job to create a product that we can nurture, to celebrate its successes just as much as learn from its weaknesses. The near misses will end up making the product that much more memorable to people using them because they will know that we got back out there. We sat at the dugout and we rehearsed the previous at bat. We modified our approach. We changed our mechanics just a bit and we became self-aware in the process. There's nothing that people love more. If baseball is not your thing, that's okay. Keep watching your favorite sport. If sports are not your thing, that is okay too. Watch the greats throughout history instead. Great artists, great musicians, great poets, and great human beings. I'm going to go on a limb here and state with good certainty that every single one of them, hopefully, ensured to disregard their ego. They focused on future achievements instead of lauding their past ones. And I think that's a strategy designers can adopt. Let's focus on tomorrow and get back out there with the wisdom needed to get our next Grand Slam. Perhaps the most humbling thing to learn from baseball is that design, like baseball, will not be full of moments of exhilaration. It will consist of moments of silence. The world will hand you pitches filled with more fury than hope. But in that fury, you should find empowerment. Baseball shows us that there will be plenty of mistakes, but mistakes like these will give you light. They will give you purpose. Rest assured, victories will come as well. And don't let baseball fool you. Not even the best players keep their eyes open. They close their eyes just before hitting. Perhaps this teaches us that we don't need to know the exact next steps to take every single time. Sometimes, closing our eyes and trusting the process is enough. As beautiful as it is, design, like baseball, will sometimes lose its color. Its greens will lose energy, its blues will lack magic. And you know what? That's also okay. It's a complicated game, the one we play. Design will not always be beautiful. More often than not, we have dichotomous forces at play, what the user needs and what the business needs. If we are novice players at the game of design, this tension can be tough to handle. But don't let this prevent you from this next piece of wisdom often seen in baseball. Always show up. Have the courage to step at the plate each and every time. You never know what type of magic you might be making on any given day. Show up and take it all in leave nothing to doubt. Explore every rhythm and cadence for every time you step up to the plate is one more opportunity 
to find your voice. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast was written, edited, and produced by me. Podcast artwork by Maxine V. You can view her beautiful work on Instagram at Art of Maxine V. That is M-A-X-I-N-E, V as in Victor, double E. If you know of any human beings that might like this type of content, let them know. This podcast is live at fullheartspodcast.com. See you next month.